0: Hey everyone, it's Ellie here. Each Friday on the Third Degree Podcast, I speak with a rotating cast of some of the nation's top law students about breaking legal news, compelling cases, and what it means to lead a life in the law. Today, we're sharing a sample from my conversation with NYU law student, Safina Meklai. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, you can now become a member for half the annual membership price. Just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. That's cafe.com slash insider and the discount code DEGREE. There's no dispute about what Derek Chauvin did to George Floyd. There's almost no dispute about just the minutia, the minute to minute, who moved where, when, who said what, when. And that's largely because of the body camera footage. And it's such a game changer in a way that may be difficult for someone of your generation to understand because if this whole thing had happened 20 years ago, we would in all likelihood have no visibility on it, no videotape. You certainly wouldn't have cell phone video. Body cameras largely did not exist, were were largely not deployed 15, 20 years ago. So this would have been all based on testimony. And then you would have had conflicting accounts. Here, the body camera footage is so powerful because it's truth. It's video. It's memorialized for all time. And I'll tell you, body camera footage is a new innovation. I was involved in that when I was at the AG's office in New Jersey. We started pushing on body cameras uh, seven years ago. In 2014, we surveyed the state and realized that Under 10 departments in the entire state of New Jersey were using body cameras, and now virtually all of them do, and virtually every police officer everywhere does, and this is why. Because the evidence, when you're talking about accountability, you're never going to have better accountability than videotaped evidence of what happens. And by the way, it protects good cops as well as it exposes bad cops. So it's an interesting dynamic here. Now, we will start getting into factual and, and really more importantly, scientific disputes, because- To me, I saw three main defenses being raised by Chauvin's team here, and I want to get your take on the relative strength of each of the three of them, based on what we know so far, which of course is incomplete. There was the unruly crowd defense, which was essentially, this was a large, threatening, unruly crowd, and they somehow distracted or intimidated Derek Chauvin from doing his job properly in taking care of George Floyd. You can maybe tell by the way I phrased that, what I think of that one. Then there is the, related to that, the argument that Chauvin did not use excessive force, that the force he used was within his training as a police officer and was not unreasonably excessive. And then the third one is the overdose idea, the idea that he did not die somehow. And I'm skeptical, but maybe they'll prove it, or maybe they'll at least poke reasonable doubt somehow the knee to the neck for nine and a half minutes was not, forget about the cause, not even a cause of death, that instead it was just this coincidentally timed overdose. So let's run through those. Tell me how strong you see each of those defenses. Let's start with these sort of, let's combine them. It's really the distracted by the crowd, hence he didn't realize how much force he was using and didn't use unreasonable force.
1: My initial impression is, None of these defenses is super persuasive. On the first one, you know, the defense is both that the crowd was so unruly that the officer was distracted, but also he followed his training and police practices exactly how he should have in that situation, which then caused the death. And I think that. I sort of get logically why you make that argument that he acted as any reasonable officer would act when confronted with this crowd. I think there's two problems. One, the prosecution's witnesses of the crowd have done an incredible job telling their stories about how they reacted equally reasonably in that moment, watching what occurred happen, that they reacted as any bystander would have, and as a result are carrying tremendous trauma from the fact that they couldn't intervene, feared for their own lives. And I think that they seem like reasonable bystanders in that situation. And two, the fact that training would counsel ever to apply nine minutes of force on the neck, whether there's a crowd or not, seems to me like not a defense of Derek Chauvin, but an indictment of police use of force and practices at all. If that is, in fact, what police are trained to do and to respond in that situation, that's great evidence that we need to reform the way that police work. So I think the defense sort of undermines itself because neither the crowd seems that unreasonable, nor do the police practices seem reasonable.
0: Yeah, I think I mostly agree with with what you just said. To me, the unruly crowd, heavy quotes on that, defense is just utter crap. They would have been better off not even making it. Look, you don't have to make all the defenses you can ever brainstorm or think of. I always think people make too many arguments. If I was defending this case, I would say, no, we're not going down that road. It's not even, it's not backed up by the facts. I mean, you see that crowd, it's, not that large, and they're well-contained. I mean, they're animated, they're angry, they're upset by what they're seeing, but there's no threat there, nor does Derek Chauvin ever appear, nor does he reflect in his actions any sense that he's actually under any threat. It's a ridiculous defense, and I think it has backfired, and it almost seems they may have dropped it, or they may be in the course of dropping it. That happens sometimes. You come out with an idea, and it doesn't really pan out, and you let it go. I also... I hope you enjoyed this sample of the third degree podcast to listen to the entire episode and get access to the full archive of exclusive cafe content. Just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code degree. We look forward to having you join the insider community.